Hey, this is Brett the Hitman Hart. This is Dina Parisi, 2015 IHRA Pro Mod World Champion. I am Fiona Forbes. Hi, this is Jody Emery of Cannabis Culture and Pot TV. Hey, I'm drummer Matt Chamberlain. Hello, this is Melissa Etheridge. Hi, this is Taylor Leanne Chandler, Michael Phelps' ex-girlfriend. Hey, it's Rex Brown. Seaball in the house, and you are listening to the Toddcast here on CKDJ, the hits of your life. No parent should have to watch their own child die. That's a line from Interstellar. Do you remember that movie? But maybe 10 years back now, it's space travelers go through a wormhole, save humanity. Ellen Bernstein plays Murph. Anyway, that line couldn't be closer to the truth. Speaking from a parent's perspective, I have a nine-year-old and 11-year-old, the mental breakdown that you would go through would almost be insurmountable. It's something that most people don't even want to think about, let alone talk about, and this week, one of our guests, a number one best-selling author, Kimberly Toko, shares her heartbreaking story. My story is a little different. When basically March twenty second, twenty eleven, um, my thirteen year old son walked upstairs and shot himself, and he died in my arms. We found Kimberly on Instagram. Her videos are really well done. Most of them are are pretty funny. And when we did a little bit of digging, she's also a realtor who you've seen on HGTV. She's a certified psychic medium, a show host, a keynote speaker, a really interesting conversation with Kimberly Toko, some of which is coming up later on in the podcast. Joining Kimberly on the program, pro wrestler Amber Nova, who you'll know from wrestling with WWE, NXT, Impact Wrestling, AEW. I didn't think it was possible growing up in high school or, you know, and I watched wrestling all throughout high school too. I was one of those girls who just loved it, watched it with my dad. And you'll hear from this week's musical guest, a Canadian soul blues singer-songwriter in just a couple of minutes. Coming up shortly in Stop Me If You've Heard This Before, valleymom.ca blogger Crystal Clark talking about sober living and going out with friends who still party. That is powered by Puff. If you use the code TODDCAST, you'll get 20% off regularly priced cannabis accessories and apparel in-store and online at puff.ca. First, our first guest of three, as mentioned, this week's musical guest, soul blues artist A.V. and Vrend. It's brought to you by Pineapple Sound, good buddies with a recording and mixing studio in Langley since 2013. Now, beyond bands and artists, what you would expect, they also welcome podcasts, voiceover actors, a lot more, anything you can do in a recording studio. Check them out through pineapplesound.com. Now, if you don't know A.V. yet... Take the time, jump in, the water's nice. I was plenty surprised at how good her new album, Everybody Matters, is. As you might imagine, I've been inundated with emails about, man, you got to hear this band since the late 90s when I got a job in radio. And that really hasn't stopped since going from terrestrial radio to podcasting. You know, every once in a a blue moon, there'll be an artist or a band that actually lives up to the hype. You can't really blame the publicity companies, and that's what they're getting paid to do. Use their network, they push the bands or the artist, and it's just not very often that you find a band that really grabs your attention, which is exactly what AV did with me. You know, as a longtime radio guy, I did 20 years in BC, 15 years at Fox in Vancouver, I wanted to get her thoughts on how hard it is getting songs played on the radio. I've been in, you know, doing things long enough with various radio promoters and 
people that are, you know, written hits and, and co-written with people who are hit songwriters and stuff to kind of know when something's appropriate for commercial radio. Because commercial radio is an entirely different beast than non-commercial radio. Oh, 100%. So, like, non-commercial radio is, like, anything. You have a, like, song that involves 17 pan flutes and it's 12 minutes long. If you can find a show on public radio or campus radio or something like great right so that's there's no rules to that that's, that's just you want to find somebody who likes it who'll play yeah. it great but commercial radio is a very very narrow narrow thing that is very conservative it takes no risks they'd rather play the songs by people who half a million hits that have made them tons of money right before a thousand times over before they'll give one person a chance once because the whole perspective is like if somebody changes the dial because they don't know this because people generally like what's familiar then they lose advertising money and so it's all about not taking risks I think we talked to AV for close to 45 minutes and it's a super interesting conversation. It's the indie perspective of Canada's music scene, of our radio scene, if there's such a thing. You can hear it now. You can see it at our YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud accounts. They're all at Toddcast Podcast. Here, AV talks about staying active during COVID and how she did porch concerts. What a cool idea. Well, I live in a part of Edmonton called Macaulay, which is a notorious neighborhood in some ways. It's where it's kind of like our the East Hastings version of Edmonton. Oh, okay. If that puts into reference for a Vancouver, right? Yep. Vancouveronian. Yes. Person from Vancouver. Vancouverite, sure. Vancouverite. <laughs> I should know this. I was born in Vancouver. Oh, were you? Yeah. Okay. But I just, anyways. So, yeah, I, uh, have a lot of walking traffic past my front porch and so uh of people who typically don't get to go to concerts um even pandemic or not right. so it didn't take me very long to realize that i could just get my performance yeah yeah out that way you know what i'm saying and it's a very good way to do that when you play live to to people you get the instant reaction of like is this song working? Am I on the right track? Am yeah, I... exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, and I just had some friends join me that had sung with me. One one friend of mine, Jojo, had sung with me the year earlier as a backup singer. And we realized like, oh, you could sing on the porch too, because we could be physically distanced, you know, two meters doing that. And it was outside. So over the 2020, we put on 26 porch concerts. Every Sunday wow. we did it for 26 Sundays in a row. Um, and it would have been more, but in Edmonton, we don't have as nice weather as you do. In Vancouver, <laughs> which yeah, I so know you playing like in snow in. for a good portion of that. Uh... Yeah, we had to quit for the snow. It, yeah. Well, and then we know, did them again this year. That's, that's so... Or cool. not this year, 2021 year. As we do, we covered a lot of ground with AV. We got into binge watching Parks and Recreation, dystopian style series. We talked about her first concert. She thinks it was U2. She shared a couple stories about the worst jobs that she's had. We talked about human adversity and growing as a species and how humanity is becoming too black and white with not enough grays. Like with all the stuff that's going on in the world, one thing and, and in the neighborhood is that... um 
I just feel like things are not good guy, bad guy, so clean cut. There's bad people that do good things, just good thing, people that do bad things. It's not when we're put to the test, like in a pandemic, you people that you thought were good and nice turn out to be selfish or short tempered or whatever, you know? And so like, I feel like one of the big worries I have is how simplistic we want everything to be like black or white, zero or one, yes or no. Don't yeah. give me any nuances. And give me some gray. Yeah, the, the the truth is that things are more nuanced that you can't explain in a forty character tweet, and that you know that's that's kind of my album. It's is just like the humanity of us is more complicated, but also therefore you don't have to write everybody off so easily and be so self righteous either. So yeah, that's how that the times that we're in. I feel people are forgetting that and that's never a good idea the times in history and people forgot that are always lead to the worst times so i hope that we don't do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. smarter than that as i said a very interesting conversation we talked about the music industry now versus back in the 70s aretha franklin nat king cole bob marley came up so did cat stevens Paul Simon and the fact that she wasn't allowed to watch TV as a kid. She shared a near death story about traveling in BC and AV talked about how she has a problem with touring because of our carbon footprint and the need to offset it for the good of mother earth. Yeah. I mean, I hope that I can do some more touring. Um, I have some environmental like ethical qualms about touring, you know, we learned during the pandemic that our earth likes it better than when we don't zip around on it on airplanes all the time. Yeah. Well, there's way to, you know, you, as a touring artist, there's ways for you to kind of offset those. Yeah. You know, yes, there are. There are. I mean, I don't know how, I always wondered how if you donated like $2 that would offset (laughs) your whole flight. Uh, Better than a kick in the ass, I guess. So, Yeah. It is. Yeah. Like like imagine if everybody did two bucks suddenly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I think that, um, I mean, I also read somewhere that it's like the 1% contributes 16% of the world's um, emissions. So that's a lot for a very small handful of people to be contributing. Right. And I'm not one of the 1%. <laughs> right, of course. Like at all. <laughs> far, yes. far from it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, you know, sometimes I wonder if those of us with the conscience are bearing too much of a guilt trip burden when other people are flying to another planet for some reason. Yep. Seems a little weird to me. Yep. But uh, it's been a long time since I've been on an airplane. It has also for me. I have gone from my home here in the inner city of Edmonton, the furthest I've gone um, since coming back from um, Europe at the end of December, 2019 is to get firewood from a friend's house in the country, just North of here by about an hour and a half in November of 2020. (laughs) Yeah, well, you're a little shorter. Like for me, it's the Okanagan. I've been up to the Okanagan to oh, see yeah. family. I've been out yeah. to Tofino just to kind of oh, chill out beautiful. and recharge the batteries. But other than that, 
because you live in BC. Yeah, I'm like you know, Tofino for me is like a four hour, uh, and I'm there. Oh, uh, that must be nice. Kind of, roughly. Nice. Yeah. No, I've been out to get firewood. <laughs> Musical guests of the Toddcast podcast are powered by Pineapple Sound, providing recording and mixing services for a wide range of artists and genres since 2013. Check them out at pineapplesound.com. Soda powers the Toddcast podcast. 
sugar and sweetener free with just 100 calories and zero carbs per serving. Visit them online at nudebeverages.com. And now, stop me if you've heard this before on the Toddcast Podcast. Do you remember a blog about 10 years ago called Sex in the Suburbs? That blog is how I met valleymom.ca blogger Crystal Clark. At the time, she was blogging with a couple of her girlfriends about big city glam that you can find in the burbs. And she would come into the city and co-host hump days with me when I was doing Sea Fox's afternoon show. I mean, those days were fun. Those girls were risky, opinionated. They were engaged with the audience. I mean, this was really good times. And when Crystal was a guest of the podcast, we talked about binge watching Game of Thrones and Vanderpump Rules, which I've yet to see, going to Disneyland, her favorite vacation destinations, the ever-changing world of social media. We talked about legalized marijuana, seeing Lollapalooza and Edgefest, but not the way that you'd think that she would see these concerts. And stop me if you've heard this before, Crystal talked about being sober and how hard it can be to go out with friends who drink. Well, when I first quit, I felt very, I felt down and isolated. And I'm like, how am I ever going to have fun again? Because before I had kids, I was that 20-something-year-old bar star dancing on the tables. Like, I love to have fun. Mm -hmm. And I lived for it. And then I had my kids, and I found other ways to have fun with other parents coming over. We'd put the kids down, and we would party. And then... Now that I don't drink, I probably party, honestly, harder than my mom friends that do sit at home with Netflix and their wine. <laughs> um, I, I go out with my mom. My mom is recently single. We go out every couple of weeks and we go yeah, dancing yeah. or go to a karaoke bar together. My husband and I do date nights and I like to buy him shots because he's a lot more fun if he drinks. Mm-hmm. And everyone around me is drinking. It's great because I can dance and I don't feel self-conscious, but it's empowering to go somewhere. It's it's one thing when you're going and you're the designated driver, and even nowadays you can't have one. But if you're having that one, I, it would just be grueling. It would be horrible for me. Mm-hmm. But it's empowering to go and know, you know what, I'm going to have a great time. I'm not going to feel like crap in the morning. I'm going to get up early and go for a walk with my kids or whatever. And I can drive home, and I'm going to be totally fine. And it's the most amazing, empowering feeling. And I never thought that that would be me and that this would be my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I can't tell you that I'm not going to drink again tomorrow, but I know 100% I'm not going to drink tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Stop me if you've heard this before on the Toddcast podcast is brought to you by Puff, purveyors of quality cannabis accessories since 1995. Use promo code TODDCAST and get 20% off regularly priced accessories and apparel in-store and online at puff.ca.
coming, I'm getting money all now Before they change their minds, someone let me get it right One time But I've been so afraid to show you Like my soul might fly away I've been dancing with those demons But I'm reaching for it Honey, your eyes of love me Above the fire and rain Oh, and change it Comes around when I find myself in your shoes But I've been so afraid to show you Like my soul
it is without question that they are one of the best bands to ever come out of Vancouver. There's no wonder why they were voted, I think it was like six or seven years in a row, the best indie band in the Georgia Strait best ofs, the year-to-year best ofs. The band is the Boom Booms. Love that one. It's called Lord I'm Ready. Uh, just took their singer Aaron out for a burger and a beer a few weeks back. He's working on some solo stuff right now. Those songs are in Spanish. It's a duo project for now. The drummer of the Boom Booms is doing the drums and percussion for that project. I'm not sure if this is public knowledge. I guess it will be now. Aaron said that there's pretty much like an album's worth of new stuff for the Boom Booms ready to go. It's just kind of a matter of getting into the studio and and getting it recorded. So hopefully that's sooner than later. Played you AV. And that was this week's musical guest. Her song is called When It's You. Her new album, Everybody Matters, really is amazing. Start to finish. Do you get that Diana Krall vibe from her as well? Super talented Canadian singer-songwriter. Happy to get her on as a guest this week. All right, coming up in just a few minutes. And listen to this, WWE SmackDown superstar Dolph Ziggler talking about David Spade, Bill Burr, and other comedians that he respects because he's also a comedian. Did you know that? That is powered by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, RV Service and Repairs, ICBC accredited. You can find them on Facebook and on Twitter at Tedco RV Supplies. First, the second of three podcast guests this week, our sporting guest. Pro wrestler Amber Nova. That is powered by Capit Chilliwack, providing the best quality products and services for you and your truck. Toolies, tonneau covers, rooftop tents, beauty camping chairs, step bars, floor liners, you name it, high quality aftermarket vehicle accessories. You can find them online at facebook.com slash Chilliwack Capit. You'll likely best know Amber Nova from her time with Impact Wrestling, working with AEW, oh, and the WWE and NXT. My career highlight, getting to um, wrestle for WWE NXT, getting to meet the guys that I used to watch growing up as a kid, and, you know, I looked up to these larger-than-life characters and made me feel alive, um, such as, you know, Goldberg, Sting I met when I wrestled for AEW last summer and he's a real great guy. Sting, awesome. uh, DDP, I met at NXT and DDP thought I was a signed talent at the time. And I was like, actually, no, I'm not, you know, I don't have a full-time contract with any TV company. I'm an independent contractor. I still just get paid per appearance. And I'm getting my name out there more. Okay. And so just meeting, like I said, DDP, Sting. He's, he's a great guy. I used to, yeah, they're yeah. such good guys. And I mean, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Larry Zabisco. Some of them have even mentored me and helped me. Character, gimmick, style. It's it's been great. And I think that's just career highlights. Like, wow, I used to watch these guys yeah. growing up. And the first the first time I get to meet them is as a coworker. So it meant a lot. And then, you know, obviously make a dad proud. Now, I thought this was interesting. Amber is a former EMT. She's the daughter of a mechanic, which is, I guess, a key reason why you see her with muscle cars online. She got hooked on them, as you might imagine, as a kid because of her dad. You'll hear that in the full interview. She has a passion for wrestling and, of course, her 1973 Chevy Nova. Growing up, watching my dad with, you know, his 69 SS Nova, restoring 69 SS Chevelle. You know, restoring my watching my dad always with these classic cars growing up when I was a kid. Um, 
got, you know, I love, I was a daddy's girl. I love the wrestling and I love the classic cars and yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, my brother used to work on a bunch of old cars like that. He had like a 67 Ford Fairlane. He had like a, a Malibu. He had a, he had a bunch of a Beaumont, which is basically like a Chevy Nova. You ever heard of a, a Beaumont? Yeah. I think from the side, if you look yeah. at the car from the side, they look identical to a Nova almost. And then the front end is different. So is the back end. Yeah. Uh, my brother had a 76 Malibu. That thing was like a boat, just bright blue. And it was wide. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. High school. And, and, and like, you know, my brother just like tubbing them out and shit, like doing 10 second quarter miles and like yeah. just insane stuff. So when did, when did you get your car? When did you get the Nova? Let's see. I think my first car, I was 17 or 18. I got a four door Nova, yeah. uh, 73 four door Nova. It's the grandma sleeper. Engine. Yeah. And it was a little six cylinder engine though. Oh, um, yeah. Then I sold that one. And that's the, now I have the new Nova. I've had this one for four or five years. I've been working on selling the four door, getting the two door 350 or 30 over. It's, it's a real nice, beautiful orange. So that's my dream Nova. I finally yeah. got it. And we got into it with Amber. It was close to a half hour. You can hear it. You can see it. Another Zoom chat at Toddcast Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. She shared a near-death story about Jesus taking the wheel. Petty, Springsteen, Taylor Swift, they all came up and so did Hinder and Seether, Superpowers, Practicing Jiu-Jitsu, Comic Books and Family, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and Amber talked about the shows that she's been binge-watching lately. I've always been a huge fan of Supernatural. And they yeah. just hit, They just closed it out with season 15. I Isn't just that crazy? 15 years. What? I know, and I the whole reason I even started watching that show was because of that 67 black Chevy Impala, the four-door they, the brothers always drove around in. Right. And that's why I started watching the show. I saw the car first. Then I saw the cute guys. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I just watched season 15 of that. It took me a while to finally watch that last season, but I got, and I just, yeah, I cried. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I mean, you start to get to know those characters so well that, yeah, it's like hard yeah, not I, to cry, you know? I was a big fan of Walking Dead. Yeah. And then they killed off too many main characters, and I kind of fell off watching it a bit. It, it was weird, honest. right? Like, you don't expect them to kill off that many, like, dude, you're killing off I, main characters here. I get it. I do get having to kill off some main characters, you know, maybe they're moving on with their lives. They've been doing this for six, seven years. They're time right. to move on to something else. Maybe that's it. Or just the fact that the storyline can change. It's not like the comic books. So it's unpredictable. I got that. But once they killed off like Carl and like the main, main characters and then Rick's gone. And then they, I think it was the last, I last start, stopped watching when they killed Jesus off. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I think only Michonne is left, which I love her. But then I just kind of fell off. They killed too many of the main characters. And I just kind of got lost after that. Um, yeah, fair. I love thrillers. I love thrillers. Okay. Stuff like you that. like being like the jump scare? Like, oh, crap. Yeah. Toddcast Sporting Guest Visits are powered by Cap at Chilliwack. Providing the best quality products and services for you and your truck. Online at facebook.com slash chilliwackcapit.
Powered by Milano Coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world. Online at MilanoCoffee.ca. And now, listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast. The name Nicholas Namath might not mean anything to you, but perhaps WWE SmackDown superstar Dolph Ziggler does. It shouldn't come as a surprise to hear that Nicholas crushed the competition as an amateur wrestler. In fact, he set several school records for Kent State University back in the day. The WWE reached out to him in 2004, and he's been with them ever since. He's held the World Heavyweight Championship twice, the Intercontinental Championship six times, the United States Championship twice, and the Raw Tag Team Championship twice as well. A true monster of the sport. And when Dolph, Nicholas, was a guest, 
he was on to promote his comedy tour that rolled through Canada a few years back, right before COVID. And we talked about the love of Archer growing up with the music of The Doors and Steppenwolf, seeing Michael Jackson in concert in 1984, whether aliens have visited Earth, having almost 7 million people following you on social media. He shared his thoughts on Legalized Weed, the Motley Crue movie, the GNR reunion tour, Brock Lesnar fighting in the UFC, and Dolph talked about David Spade, Bill Burr, and other comedians that he looks up to. Listen to this. Man, there, there, there's a, there's so many, and there's so many that uh, I grew up watching. You know, Saturday Night Live in the '80s and yeah. '90s, and there's guys like Bill Burr, uh, David Spade. I'm a huge fan of his, and I, I tend to sometimes when I write a joke, sometimes it's in the same vein of like something he would say, and I, you know, I'm trying to find my own voice. But we, you know, sometimes we gravitate for the same way. A lot of people make you know dating jokes about the two of us in similar situations so i understand but yeah it, it's really funny that uh i i i studied comedy for years um i've been filling up notebooks for about 10 years now and there's i have stacks of them and i go over them and but i grew up i mean uh, george carlin i was a huge fan of rodney dangerfield don rickles i used to listen to these old one-liner uh i had a friend make it onto a, a, a blank cd back when those existed and i would just play it over and over uh on my, my one single player Walkman when I was running on the treadmill or something, losing weight in college. And mm. I just, I, I look up to all those people. And Listen to this on the Toddcast podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC approved repair shop. Find them online at tedcorvsuppliesinc.com.
absolute riff masters. The band is called Dead Quiet, and a song off their latest album, their last album, it's called Of Sound and Fury. They're actually right now finishing up a new album in studio, and judging from a text messaging back and forth with their singer Kevin a couple of weeks back, you can definitely expect that to come out this year. If you're a betting person, I might even go as soon as the summer. I cannot wait. Easily. One of my favorite bands in Vancouver of the last decade, no question. Uh, Speaking of, another one of my favorites, uh, we play these guys a lot, Johnny Rath, and their song is called In the Ducks, and another killer live band. They've played a couple shows for the podcast at the Railway pre-COVID and absolutely bring it. Been kind of keeping an ear to the ground about their live shows and haven't heard much yet, but that doesn't mean that the boys aren't maybe working on something as I speak. Speaking of live music, find a list of local shows, a small list with the indie scene at toddhancock.ca. In fact, if you're playing a show, if you're going to check one out, if it's indie, let us know about it. We'll post it up at the website. We do get like three, 4,000 visits a day. That is brought to you by Mystic Rhythms Rehearsal Studios. 40 plus years experience in the music industry. It's a five-star rated jam space. Everyone I've talked to about it, everyone that goes there raves about it. Great rooms. You can find more at mysticrhythms.ca. Okay, our final guest of episode 268 is number one best-selling author, certified psychic medium, Kimberly Toko, this week's entertainment guest. It's brought to you by Sacred Meds, the best craft cannabis and psilocybin dispensary in Canada. If you use the code TODCAST, 10% off your entire order when you check out through Sacred Meds. Now, as mentioned off the top, Kimberly Toko's story is heart-wrenching. In 2011, her then 13-year-old son took his own life, and from that devastating time in her life, she overcame the grief with sheer grit and focus and became one of the top real estate agents in Arizona to the point of giving back over $600,000 of her commissions to help families gain home ownership. As mentioned at the start of this week's podcast, you've seen her featured on HGTV and she is a certified psychic medium. Look, we all have the same gifts. All of us. We, I mean, you can't deny that at some point in your life you had a deja vu moment. You can't deny that at some point in your life you had like the spidey tingling, you know, things going on. There are things that happen in your life that are unexplainable. Some of us are, um, let's just say some people can sing better than others. Some of us are more tapped into those gifts than others. Sometimes it takes a horrible trauma hitting you like a sledgehammer that, oh my God. And that, that's happened several times in my life, but after my son, excuse me, <laughs> I was determined to um, find out where he was because that's the worst part thinking that you will never see them again. Where are they? There's no way he's gone. And then there was all the little signs, which some of them I cover in my book that you can't deny. I'll tell you a quick little story about that. My son, it was 13. 13 was his Jersey number. Um, that, that's just our thing. <clears throat> so I started looking for 13s, of course. Um, and I'd see them everywhere. They'd show up in weird places. And when I was writing my book, so this was 2019, uh, summer of 2019, I hesitated for a little bit on the ending. And I was like, I can't write this. I, I'm just, nobody will listen to it. And a client that I 
it wasn't even my client, it was a partner's client, said from California, called me and said, hey, I found this old typewriter in my attic. And, you know, your, your friend said, you, you're an author and would you like it? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So when I saw him the next time he had this, it was covered in leather and he gave it to me. I was in a hurry. It was heavy. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. I got home and I just like set it on the desk and I had other things to do. And the next morning I'm sitting there and I look over and it, it's like a 1917 typewriter and on the cover stamped in the leather is the number 13. No. Finished the book, mom. I still have it. Yeah. Wow. That's the picture on the cover of the book too. So the hair, hair standing up, yeah. by the way. Yeah, there's so many things that come up. And I actually dreamt of him dying twice before he, he took his life. So there's, wow. there is something. And not everyone has the gift that they've tapped into, but it is in their DNA. So I, I, have, a, <laughs> I have a unique way of being able to look at a photograph of someone that has passed on. And yeah, I will get images, uh, shadows, words. I'm usually spot on. Mm. And so I went to Delphi Metaphysical University to expand on what they call deep channel work, learning to uh, separate your imagination from what is a real channel. And when I say channel, it's... Uh, it's like, think of, think of yourself, your higher self, like there, we're down here in our body, but there is a part of us that is still, I believe, part of our soul that is up there, you know, multidimensional, we'll just say. Mm-hmm. So it's really your higher self talking like, to everybody else up there is what I think. It's a different plane or something, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I'm usually spot on. I'm very, very good with cards. I've always been good with cards, but here's the kicker. I was raised as Jehovah's Witness. So I ignored my gifts my entire life because you're not supposed to right with some religions and um when i'm finally able to do it after losing my son i i found out that yeah i have a real gift for it i sometimes get premonitions i write them down i i have a recording all about the covid vaccine (laughs) another reason i'm not taking it um, I, I knew that Facebook was going to shut down. Um, I, I have it all. I could send it to you, but when wow. you start listening, it's there, it's there. And, um, cards being certified in cards just means that you have studied the history of the tarot card and you understand that the tarot card is a guidance system. It does not predict your future. It can give you an idea of maybe where your path is going, but don't ever take what anyone says as your solid path. It's right. a guidance system. It's all it is. I think the full talk with number one best-selling author, certified medium, Kimberly Toko, is close to 50 minutes. You can hear it. You can see it. Another Zoom chat at our iTunes and Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube accounts. You can find them at Toddcast Podcast. We got into sci-fi movies like Star Wars, Star Trek. We talked about the Super Bowl and the amazing halftime show with Dre and Snoop and Eminem. She warned us of using Ouija boards. And you'll love this part of the conversation, opening up a can of worms.com, talking about alien visitation. Let me put it this way. How arrogant are we to think that we are the only existing intelligent life? This is it, right? Like Earth is the only existence of life. But how about we think that maybe Earth is the newest existence of life? Maybe Earth was a last ditch effort 
to create something that had a God spark, a human being that could actually birth another human being. Because maybe it had been attempted before and they destroyed themselves and they figured out the perfect recipe and that would be us. If that be the case, then yes, there is absolutely other life out there. And yes, if we are the newest, I would assume that they've probably come to guide us a little bit. And my novel too is all about metaphysical legends following a love story from the time of creation, um, creation of souls to earth, to the beginning of time, to our time now, following a love story, two souls, yeah. So I cover a lot of that in my book. Very interesting. Um, you, you look at like the Egyptian, uh, you know, the pyramids and, and all these mm -hmm. things that like, mm -hmm. even with today's technologies, we wouldn't be able to get as precise as what it is. And the, some of the pyramids have, oh yeah, some of the pyramids have sound chambers and it, sound chambers are vibrations that healed the body. And we didn't discover that until years and years later. I apologize. I don't know what that dog's barking at. It's um, nuts, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boys, the dog's barking. Sorry. Um, I apologize. So, yeah, we've never been able to duplicate building a pyramid. Not even a tiny, like tiny, tiny well, pyramid. They, if you're they off by just a scratch, yeah. you know, by the yeah. top, you're just, it's done. And they didn't have any tools. <laughs> like, That's crazy. What? How, so how did you get that that one stone right. that weighed four thousand pounds to the top? Yeah. And how did you precisely dig hundreds of feet, perfect tunnels that were a maze with chambers and things that would trick and close? And I. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. As we tend to do, we got deep with Kimberly talking about meditation, binging Loki and Boba Fett. We talked about deja vu, seeing Genesis in concert. We talked karma. We talked Atlantis. And Kimberly talked about what it took to write a best-selling book. And the book is called Overcome, Memoirs of a Suicide. And what I do is after I've made my success, um, winning multiple awards, I don't want to brag, but you know, I've worked really hard for that to get a name for myself and to get known. Mm -hmm. um, it goes back to those first entries, the first year, the first Christmas and, and how insane I was. But it's the woman today looking back at those entries, explaining what happened and how to get through it. It's, it's very graphic at first because I take them through every moment of what happened with my son, but I also take them through the moments that helped me overcome suicide. And uh, yeah, it held uh, number one for two weeks in bipolar category. Um, it held for the day of new releases, it did hold it for one day. And then uh, it was number two in uh, uh, anxiety disorders. So yeah, for two weeks, I held number one. I was really, really proud of that. It was awesome. Toddcast podcast entertainment guest visits are powered by Sacred Meds, the best cannabis and psilocybin dispensary in Canada. Available online at sacredmeds.com. Use promo code TODDCAST at checkout for 10% off everything in store.
There is no doubt in my mind that right now you are going like, why do I recognize that guy's voice? Who is that? They are called Good Is Gone. The song is called Tall in the Saddle. And yes, that is the singer of Pride Tiger. Matt Wood started up this project, I guess a couple, three years back now, maybe just before COVID hit. In fact, we were talking about getting them to, to do a show for the podcast, not to be presumptuous, but eventually you'll probably see that happen. Looking forward to next week, you'll hear from 12 guests as they share first concert experiences. Now, he's not a guest next week, but check out what Nickelback's Chad Kruger had to say. Oh, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Metallica. I was 13 and it it was uh, the Justice Tour at the Saddle Dome in Calgary. Setting the bar right there. There you go. And uh, when James went into one... He put the third verse where the first verse was supposed to go. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, that doesn't sound I'm like, right. He is human. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Right. <laughs> and then he laughed about it afterwards and he, he uh, you know, he got the whole crowd going. Imagine that seeing a Metallica show and James Hetfield is singing the wrong lyrics at the start of a song. Next week is all about first concerts. Now, before we wrap up things this week, a big thanks to this week's guests, soul blues artist, AV, love your new album. Hope you make it out to Vancouver sooner than later. Thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. Pro wrestler, Amber Nova, same to you. Appreciate the time. Cool to hear your story and get to know you a little bit. And best-selling author, certified medium, Kimberly Toko. I think we talked for close to an hour. It could have easily gone three. Thank you for being a guest as well. Your story is super inspiring. Appreciate you sharing it with us. And that's going to do it for this one. Episode 268. My name is Todd Hancock. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe. Tell your friends. We're on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. Comment and rate the podcast as well. It helps with search results and whatnot. Again, it's Toddcast Podcast. A massive thanks to all of our wonderful sponsors. We straight up, we couldn't do it without their support. They've quite literally kept the podcast running over the last couple of years. COVID has been rough. We got our asses kicked. We got our asses handed to us and they've stuck by. Can't thank them enough. You can find links to all sponsor websites at toddhancock.ca. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, you can for as little as 10 bucks a day. Contact info is at the homepage. And if you help us find a sponsor, we'll give you a commission based on the initial ad buy. So keep that in mind. If you know a business that gets it, outside the box advertising, lots of social media love, let them know about us. We'll take it from there. Till next week, don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun, play hard, and most of all, believe in yourself. The Toddcast Podcast. Keep in touch with Todd through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and bookmark toddhancock.ca. 